Okay, so picture yourself as a watermelon. It's another episode of Full Metal Analysts. Welcome to our show where free writers analyze each and every episode of Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, or in this case, the OVAs. I'm Michelle. Hmm? Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I was still eating pistachios. I'm Arthur. And I'm Mike. And our guests today are two returning champions. Please welcome back to the show, directly from the Spirit Hunters, Patrick and Joe! Yo, what up? Hey, what's good? Hey, hey. Welcome back. I have any idea how much hate mail we got because of Patrick? Wait, wait, actually? <laughs> no, it didn't. I don't regret a word I said. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm just kidding. We get way more hate mail because of Michelle. Well, but ever since then, we finished the show and now we're doing the OVAs, including this week's OVA, which is Simple People, directed by Haru Sotozaki, their adventure and animation director whose work includes Demon Slayer, Lupin the Third, and Tales of Zestiria. They worked as a key animator for several shows, including Brotherhood, and in this, they're the episode director. I'm not sure if this is their first ever credit as an episode director, but I like to believe it is, because I think that's cute. Not a good start, to be honest. A little bit rocky. It was written by Hiroshi Onogi, the series head writer. So now it's time for our improvised recap. This is the moment in the podcast where one of us will do a 21 second improvised recap of this week's episode, and that person will be decided by the roll of a dice. Fillons on one, it's me. Fillons on two, it's Arthur. Fillons on three, it's Mike. Fillons on four, it's Patrick. Fillons on five, it's Joe. So let's roll the dice. What if it lands on six? It lands on a one. Darn. Okay, it's me. Oh, man. I really wanted to do this one. Me too. Oh, man. Well, okay, we all, we all get a chance because mine's super short. Michelle first. All right, all right, sure. Can somebody count me down? Three. No, I got two, you. I got you. Hold on. Give me a second. No, I'm, I'm already doing it. Three, two, <laughs> one, go. So Edward breaks his auto mail and he's like, what do I make so Winry's happy? Winry's, and then they give her a Winry, uh, oh, give her an earring, not a Winry. They give her an earring and then she pierces the ear to put in the earrings. And they're like, you can't just put in all the earrings we give you. That'll hurt your ears. And they're like, why are you putting in earrings? It's because I saw Risa do it. And then Risa grows her head because they saw Winry do it. Pretty yeah. good. Mine was Pretty Ed good. and Winry flirt, Hawkeye grows her hair. Mine was... Someone wrote an episode about nothing. <laughs> it's an episode about nothing. This was my least favorite episode, maybe, of all time. Including the the, the normal episodes or just the yep. OVAs? Yep. The OVAs climbed to new heights and l new depths for me because this was just like, why did I watch that? What even happened? That was boring. I can't wait for you to watch 2003. <laughs> yeah. The, th oh, the okay. thing, Mikey, I think that's the way you describe every single episode of the show. That's it begins. <laughs> That's too mean. <laughs> Nobody needed to know the origin of Winry's earrings. Like, that was not the origin story people were, like, were clamoring for. You know what? It's exactly what I thought it was, which is basically she just wanted to wear them. Yeah. Yeah. It was stupid, but it was pretty funny how, like, the origin story of her earrings is that people just kept giving her earrings, and so she kept piercing her ears every time she got one. <laughs> so That's pretty just, funny, like, actually. Forcing her to pierce her ears more and more. Like, it wasn't like a style choice. It was like, oh no, what do I do with all these earrings? I have to store them on my head. So they say when this takes place, is this like shortly before the the first episode of uh, Full Metal? Yeah, I mean... Right, but they still are State Alchemists because they're like doing It was State after Alchemist that, stuff. yeah. Yeah. It was after State Alchemists and somewhere before the beginning of the series, maybe, because, you know, obviously Al still was using a transmutation circle. Yeah. I just remembered something. Were they fighting a Zingyi's assassin, or who was that dude who was wearing like decidedly East Asian clothes that he like and was throwing knives without a permit? Sir, do you have a permit for those knives? Sir, 
Sir, sir can't be, how can you be throwing all those knives all day? That's not a, that's not allowed. I mean, we could. You know what we should do? We should bring back a segment. We should do a head cannon. Yeah, was he a thief? Oh yeah, head cannon. Okay. Well, head he was cannon. a criminal. They called him a criminal. Okay, so they didn't make any big deal out of him being Xingyi's, so he's probably not. In which case, he's probably just an Amestrian dressed in Xingyi's clothing, which is really weird. Cultural appropriation, if you will. Yeah, he's a cultural appropriator. That's uh, yeah, that's his like, identity. It's like a white guy dressed in a kimono. Yeah. Exactly. Those are the same knives that May threw, so they're definitely he's the same kind knives. of villain that they fought in the very first episode of Brotherhood. Oh my god, you're right. Like twice now, the show has sort of implied that that Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood is like this villain of the week show, where they're like every week they're fighting like a different alchemist who's like, "I'm the alchemist with the knives and the water. I'm the Silver Comanche alchemist." <laughs> Oh my god. Monopoly man. I was just to say, so you know in old like JRPGs, Japanese role-playing games, how you would have an enemy and then they'd show up again later, just a different color, and that's like another enemy. Yeah. I feel this guy is the original incarnation of that first villain from the first episode that you mentioned. Because like yeah. minus the clothing, they look very similar. <laughs> He's just a guy. It doesn't matter at all. He's a narrative device. <laughs> <laughs> he yeah, you're right. He really does not matter because it's like he only serves to give them another reason to go back to Henry because this entire thing is all about Winry fixing up the automail and then again the mystical origin of Winry's earrings. MVP character for this was the dog. He yeah, dog things. is back. He barked and then yawned. But he's cute. He's a nice dog. He's a good boy. Yeah, and Panaco's like good what girl. a peaceful argument. <laughs> And it isn't really. It's a dumb argument. I don't know. You know what? I think this episode's going to be a little disappointing for our viewers because what can we really say about it? Like, it was eight minutes long. It was very dull. Wow. Mike, you're really hard on it. I kind of had fun. It was actually 10 minutes and 30 seconds long, but it felt like eight minutes because there's just so little. Can I introduce a new segment, though? Sure. I'd like to introduce a segment called Dog with a Metal Arm Talk. <laughs> Can't have the same theme song for the dog. Okay. Cool. <laughs> You're like Vanilla Ice being like, oh no, it's not under pressure. It's not dun 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 It's not dun 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 It's dun 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 Oh god, I fucking hate that video. I've been listening to your guys' further coverage, and like I agree with definitely some of the detractions you guys have had, but I kind of view the show, I think, a bit more metaphorically often than you guys do, but that's like not making excuses because like obviously something that like works very well metaphorically should probably work within the universe as well but i think we just kind of tend to have different focuses so for me the uh biggest like thing that i look at for full metal alchemist is like this idea of like this philosophical uh discourse where it's kind of a question of the like godlike figure or this demiurge like figure uh that's like a term from gnosticism but basically it's this like godlike figure and father who is trying to separate himself from his like human emotions in order to transcend and be like God and take his place. And kind of that as the metaphor for the acquisitive nature of like human beings and intellectual pursuit. And like, I find that metaphor fascinating and it's kind of like a metaphor that's been used a lot with alchemists in fantasy throughout history. But that being said, I recognize that like the day to day of the show is not that. And so it makes complete sense to take, issue with certain aspects of the believability of certain situations that you guys have it's just not as much what i tend to focus on regarding the show but i get where you guys are coming from i think the show's shit <laughs> <laughs> i look look here's the thing no but also to me it's like everything you just said is in there 
but it's not in there enough. Like, yeah, father is there, but the show doesn't care about father. Like, at no point is the show like, okay, guys, sit down. We got to analyze what father means. And she was like, no, how 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 hard can we punch father today? Like, that's that's the most that father gets attention in the show. Talk know? about Oedipus Rex complex. Not even, though. But you know what? They, they could have done that, but they didn't. I don't think you're wrong. Mm-hmm. I, I I don't think your opinion is wrong at all. Like yeah, so, no, you're not please wrong. Please don't let me be like flippant here, but let me just say like I definitely think that you're right. All these elements are there, and it seems like you could just get a pencil and like dot the lines together. You know what I mean? Uh huh. Yeah. But there's no numbers on those dots. You know what I mean? <laughs> like <laughs> that is a really good. <laughs> <laughs> like no there, numbers on the dots. There is the shape of a theme here. And they're all, the dots are all there. They definitely give you enough dots, you know? I don't know if they put enough plants. Arthur, Michelle, and I, part of the foundation of our understanding of looking at a piece of work, because we all pretty much have a very similar education when it comes mm-hmm. to story, and is that we don't look at things. We're not looking at this in... We do have some theoretical training, I'm sure, all separate, but, like, we're looking at it pragmatically. You know what I mean? We don't look at a story. We're not trying to tell you. We're not trying to figure out if the story worked on some theoretical level. Like, we're literally trying to say, like, did the story work execution-wise as a... We are kind of like the asshole surgeons of, like, the creative world, aren't we? Yeah. Because when we're writing stuff, we're not trying to figure out, like, oh, how do we tickle your your intellectual mind? We're literally just trying to make sure that it makes sense. But there's a place for both. And, like, this is such a... No one can say that this show doesn't work, you know, Mm -hmm. because it's popular with millions and millions and millions of people. Like, maybe the most acclaimed anime of all time. Except for Patrick. Most people like (laughs) Patrick. Listen, a lot of people like Elvis. That doesn't mean he's a good singer. (laughs) Excellent point on Elvis. (laughs) Lol. (laughs) You know, the storytelling works. I think we're just like, couldn't you just take that one extra half step and just complete the circle, you know? Pun intended. Oh, yeah. I don't think that it should be free of criticism whatsoever, because I do think oftentimes your storytelling points are definitely uh, valid. I, I will say uh, the like show does kind of swing back to that theme with the main character at least once at the end in a scene that I know you guys didn't exactly enjoy the like correct alchemist or like the part where he basically meets God slash truth and has to address that like the best way to sort of like resolve things is to become just a human again. And no, I, I think like I that. Like, no, we like that. No, I think we all like that a lot. I think that was. Something I didn't we, like that. That that well, was. You didn't me. like Michelle. <laughs> no, okay. I did. No, no, I no, no, no. We that. established. I established that what I didn't like is the whole like you have said the correct answer. Oh yeah, like, uh, that's the part I didn't like. It was a cool plot move, and like it makes total poetic sense, and like thematically, I thought it was awesome. It was, it was just like, literally God being like, "You got it." There was a right answer to life. Who did it? <laughs> Here's your light back. I actually have a question. So when I saw the, like, oh, I grew my hair out after seeing that little girl part, I was like, that's a bit weird. So was that indirect reference to, I, I do seem to vaguely remember something about Mustang being like, I like long hair. Oh yeah. I, I have that memory too. Okay. Yeah. The reason I ask is until like you guys reminded me of that, I was just like a, I feel like getting long hair is often seen as like a childish, like a girlish thing. And so I was like, why are you? doing this and it was like just a really weird exchange between the two of them but i guess it makes more sense now kind of yeah i guess so it adds some interesting significance to when winry gives ed her earrings for like safekeeping oh you're right i forgot about that i still don't love this but it's at least better now 
I just don't understand what was the what were they trying to say? Like when the OVA script for this came out, like when someone wrote this, when someone decided to do this, what were they thinking we were going to walk away with? And why call it I think simple? It was people? literally a story about how Winry got her earrings. Why call it simple people? <laughs> like I think that's that's what we're supposed to get. It's called simple people because, and here I'm going to put my Joe hat on. Nice. Because at the end of the show, Ed makes a decision to become a simple person, and this is. Highlighting how at the beginning of the show, he's like, ah, you guys are so simple and so simple minded. And like the, the world is more complicated and alchemy is complicated. And at the end of the show, he's like, yeah, I don't need alchemy. I could just be simple with my friends. Would have liked to have seen that then. I was waiting for him to be like, I'm a simple, simple man. Oh, yeah. I was hoping him to start singing that at the end, but. He didn't. We have a different one. <laughs> yeah, we have I was a different one. Simple people have no. <laughs> no I don't know this song. <laughs> Randy Newman. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> Honestly, I think the reason they made this is one, some sort of weird sense of completeness, but two, I think it was because they knew it would do well because of like people who are just really into ships. That's it. Honestly, I think the takeaway I took from this OVA is that if you think your significant other is going to be angry at you, get them a gift and they will not be angry at you. They'll still throw a wrench at you at some point. Yeah, I mean, you're right. And that's okay to do. And you should accept that. That's relationships, you know? Sometimes, you know, it's a good relationship. Sometimes, you know, you guys have arguments and throw wrenches at each other, you know? It's the way it, way it is. <laughs> anyone who is, like, super hung up on shipping anyone in this series is in for a world of disappointment. Because nothing good will ever... Like, you, not, no one ever gets anything. No one ever kisses anybody. No one ever... The love stories that they set up are never are all unrequited. It never works out. Mike, I have some good news for you with regards to the fan art that has been produced. <laughs> I'm going to go hit Google tonight. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Do some research. Hit the old, no, see what's going on there. <laughs> In Full Metal Alchemist, everyone is horny and no one has sex. Like, that's it. Oh, it's high school. Yeah. Well, what do you mean with high school, Joe? People have... We can't talk about this. Sorry. <laughs> it was almost too sweet. Like giving her earrings is like, I don't know. It almost felt too romantic for where they were in their relationship. Like the way they were before Winry would have been like, ew, no, I don't want to give from gross Ed. Those earrings weren't for your ears. <laughs> they were for your brain. Yeah, they were for your brain. Oh, oh, no. Oh, no. We got to we gotta put an end to this. And now we've reached the end of this week's episode of Full Metal Analyst, so I'd like to take this moment to thank our guests for coming. Thank you so much, Patrick and Joe. It's a pleasure to have you here, as always. Hey, it was really great being on. Yeah. Actually, I had one more thing about uh, the show I forgot to mention. Oh, sure. Go ahead. The gun that uh, Hawkeye uses, the same one I have, a Mauser Carabiner 98, or it's like 98K. What can you say about that gun? It gives you an insight into the mind of Hawkeye. The gun is difficult to shoot because the full military loads will kick the shit out of your shoulder. Uh, when I shot at my grandfather, we had to load it to about half the grain on that, or else it would blow your shoulder out. And actually, do yourself a favor. Do you feel that hollow point inside of your, your shoulder? Like you have a shoulder, there's like a, a hollow area inside of there. Uh-huh. To not have a wealth on your shoulder, you have to put the butt of the gun, like the, the bottom end of it, dig that into your shoulder and like get tight up on there and fire it and rock with it, or else the whole thing will give you a bruise on your shoulder. That's horrendous. Because those rounds kick like no other. I feel like a lot of times Hollywood and, you know, all movies and all cartoons ignore the fact that when you fire a bullet from a gun, there's like an equal amount of force coming the other direction from the bullet. <laughs> People just ignore that. They just fire guns like like it's a video game. Pew, pew, pew. That gun is a pain in the ass to shoot. 
especially with full military loads. Obviously, this proves that she's a badass. That's simple, simple as it is. She's a badass. But yeah, I just want to bring that fun factoid up. I I thought it was a cool. It's a fun gun shooting. I'm it's glad you brought that up. Scene. I think that's definitely worth bringing up. Really interesting. Do you guys have anything you'd like to plug? Uh, yeah, really quick. Uh, so we're the Spirit Hunters. We're a podcast about the works of Yoshihiro Tagashi, including Yu Hakusho and Hunter Hunter. And uh, if you want to hear me overread things uh, in a similar vein to what I did with Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood today, but except this time it's about those two shows and a couple others, feel free to check us out. We're available on a number of platforms and social media as uh, Spirit Hunter Pod, but you can check us out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever. Uh, Patrick, do is there anything more you want to say about that? Uh, yeah, uh, we're a fun podcast. We uh, analyze stuff, have games where we uh, drink to the point where we think the fridge is haunted. That happened once. Yes, yes. <laughs> and if you don't want to be haunted by your fridge, don't forget to follow us on Twitter at FM Analysts. That's twitter.com slash FM, the word analysts. Subscribe to us on Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you get your podcasts. If possible, leave us a review or recommend the show to a friend. We'd like to thank Sarah Lerner for managing our Tumblr. You can check that out at fullmetal-analyst.tumblr.com. We'd also like to thank Camilla Franklin for doing our podcast art. You can check out more of her work by following her on Instagram, at Camillustrator. If you liked this episode and would like to hear more, why not subscribe to our Patreon? For just $2, you receive extended versions of each episode a week early. That's right, you can listen to next week's episode right now by going to patreon.com slash fmanalysts. That'll be all for now. We'll see you next time on Full Metal Analysts. Until then, stay frosty, everyone. Bye.